0: Uh, but I told you guys about just announcements that this company is, 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 uh, in the middle of kind of unveiling and, and in the middle of our rebrand and things of that nature. But I do want to let you guys know that one of the new things that, or one of the things that we're going to unveil, and I think I mentioned it on social before, I told you guys new shows are actually a part of that. And, um, one of the new shows we haven't officially uh, told you guys what the labeling is, but the labeling has been there since the beginning. We got a new podcast here at the Talk That Talk Media Company, and it's called Deep Hoop University. So if you
1: ever want to hear, oh that whistle was so just underwhelming. Basketball- <laughs> <laughs> I tried to get a whistle off. <laughs> I was about to say that you just—I <laughs> didn't know how to feel, but I—I I suddenly got so happy that you were doing this. I
0: thought you were trying to get me attention. No, I thought you were trying no. to get my attention. That's why I was—I no, like... I was supposed to hit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was great. That was all time. Uh, no, but seriously, D Hoop University. You—you—you you, you gave me this idea about a year ago. Uh, you said you wanted it to be. First of all, let's be honest. It wasn't supposed to be just just basketball. But it the way it isn't yet. Not okay, right, yeah, but, but so it won't be. It, but yeah. Just the idea for what the, the the conversation is. And if you guys want to hop fully into what we just did for the last 15, 20 minutes in terms of basketball talk, if you guys want to catch that twice a week for a full length uh a, a full length podcast, you guys can absolutely
1: do that with D Hoop University. You want to tell the people about it real quick? Yeah, I would be joking if I said that it wouldn't be predominantly, and by predominantly, about ninety ten basketball <laughs> to everything <laughs> I'm not else. At that. Why would it be? <laughs> but uh, those? yeah, no, one hundred percent, man. It, it's coming from a place of passion. It is what I just like to describe about the whole show existing now, because you know we've done this for for years now, and it, like we said when I told you about it, I told you know a few, and as I was you know putting the rollout together and. Um, knew that when I wanted to send this one, it just, I just wanted to send it when it was going to keep going, mm. be- like very consistently. And for those who don't know, I have a I have a wonderful son. He's going to be two soon. So that's right. Uh, so, yeah, no, nah, the last year or so has come with change and adaptability and required all of that. So it hit a point where calendar-wise it was the exact same spot when I told you last year. And it's because it was the playoffs and it's like, I can't sit on this. Mm-hmm. I, I can't sit on what I want to say. <laughs> so remember. I want. Let's. It's, it's go time. It is, for sure.
0: And you, you've you been consistent. Uh, is it 23 pods up, 21? Yeah, 21 is dropped. 21. 21 is up. So 21 podcasts are up. So you guys, as of right now, can go ahead and go check out D-Hoop University. Some good conversations on there. I'm supposed to be on there at some point. Uh, we- we'll definitely get some basketball talk for you guys, and we'll get it at a very high level. Um, remember when Bash was on the way two years ago, and you were telling me what your schedule was going to look like, and I told you, talk to me two years from
1: now. (laughs) I think you, man, I might have not thought about that since you said that. And I remember you telling me that exactly in this this room right now. Welcome to two years later. Dude. Ta-da. I
0: told you, bro, I don't have any kids, but I've seen people very close to me have kids and watch their life change. Yeah. You need two years. You need two years to get your acclimated to your new life, and then you can be like, "Oh yeah, this was my passion. This is this what I was doing before." Yeah, no,
1: you ain't you ain't lying about that. <laughs> that is, man. Brother hit a bullseye on that one. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm the, telling you, man. E- expect it. And, and we'll get some wrestling soon, too. We'll get some wrestling. Yeah, because yeah, other So 10%. No, 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 no,
0: no, no. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm telling. Because I did this, that same conversation two years ago. I told Daryl when SummerSlam was at Allegiant Stadium. That was two years ago, I believe. So I'm telling y'all now for everybody asking me about our WWE, AEW, all of our re- indie wrestling, all of our <laughs> wrestling coverage, blame Daryl. <laughs>
1: You, you, you probably you could. You can't.
0: No, can. There is no can. There is can. no should. There is no could. Blame him. Because I have like, proof. Uh, this feels like, I know I have proof. Yeah, this
1: feels like post-facto. Uh, post no, uh, no, I'm telling t- t- <laughs> t- you,
0: dog, I'm t- I about to say, I will pull out this phone. I know I got proof somewhere. It's you, and it's one other person. I don't want to throw him under the bus just yet, but he's out in L.A., and I told you guys, I'm trying to plug y'all together. That's you answer. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> <That's> happening now. <y'all> That's <laughs> answer. It's happening though. Get I'm working on coverage, but it's these two guys that – like I said before, these two guys are—they—they are, they live and breathe wrestling. And like I said before, Daryl just kind of talked about it. We didn't—and this is what's so funny and why I would have been mad at Daryl outside of this. Um, <laughs> this wasn't on our original rebrand, but this was coming. So Daryl kind of just let you guys know. And as I said, I've kind of alluded to it before. Wrestling
1: coverage is coming. Wrestling coverage is on the way. Yeah. No, man, and with, with the show as a whole, I, I, I'll i probably, it'll be a rotating cast of voices. Sometimes you'll sometimes it'll be just me. That's something that you have to get comfortable with. Tell me about it. <laughs> and it's something that you do want to do. You just don't know how it's going to feel. And I got one under the belt. The awkward so,
0: silence is what's weird, because you're supposed to let it breathe as if you have somebody else there, but it's not supposed to be as long as a break because you don't have somebody else there. It's like, dog, what are we... What do we do? I'm gonna get in here for 14 minutes, tell you how I feel and yeah. I'm out here.
1: It's a different exercise, <laughs>
0: right? Definitely. <laughs> and then on top of that, I know you know. And then you get through with that solo show, and all of a sudden your phone rings more that day. I'm not talking to anybody. I'm done
1: talking for the day, dude. I I, I said, <laughs> and that's one after it's been going. One of the things I've been saying is that it did feel it feels healthy now. I feel it does. like I'm getting all this out that I needed to. Well,
0: at the end of the day. So, it's, you talked about it being a passion. So at the end of the day, it's a passion project. But at the end of the day, it's something that we know where we're headed towards. So A, this is going to change my life. B, I'm changing my life by doing something passionate. Doug, I'm not holding this. Like you said before, it's too many thoughts. Like I said before, this is why I want to pod so bad. Because that pod list, we haven't podded since October. Respectfully, yeah. the, I, the next pod that I was going to open with was the passing of takeoff. That was in November.
1: Dude, And you look up and it, it's something that it, it, it's, you know, whether it's going to the gym, going, doing something where it's like you just look up and time goes by where it's like, you, and you, you hate it. Then it's like, all right, now hold on. Y'all can't think that I'm cool with this because I'm not. <laughs> like, I'm it's got right to come. But it does feel right when <laughs> um, things happen in its proper timing. For sure. And, and like we
0: said before, everything is is, is falling into its proper place. Um, where are we headed? We are headed to basketball talk. We are 15 minutes into the second hour. We are going to discuss aviators and athletics really quick before we talk about some quick football news. And then we got some quick little Las Vegas quick hitters to get out of here or before we get out of here. Um, but the Las Vegas aviators, they lost tonight. <laughs> Via walk off, they're in Sacramento. They lost this one four to three, but prior to this, they had railed off five straight victories. Now keep say, in mind, say now. That, now, now, talk about it because, man, I, man, <laughs> shout out to the Aviators once again. Shout You've out seen to, some games this year. <sighs> I'm talking 20 to 5, like 22 to 10. Like what is happening? Some right innings now? that have no end in sight. Right we got a pitch <laughs> clock in the and the games are managing to get longer. Like what the hell is happening? No, but um again, shout out to the Aviators right. We're heading into our I believe our third sponsorship year with the with the Aviators and as a part of that, uh we are a, a big um soundboard for this franchise and the thing is especially with as i mentioned it on monday you you, you kind of get nervous uh running a media company and going in the, in a business with a team right cuz now you're like how the hell does this work but I, i'm big on clarity i'm big on communication and shout out to don logan shout out to eric eisenberg and and our and our sponsorship it's very detailed in terms of what they get they don't dictate what i say <laughs> they cannot change anything that we say. They cannot change anything that we feel. Right. I told Don Logan to his face, I don't think you'll be able to get the Oakland Athletics here. I stand on that. <laughs> <And so> I, <laughs> like, I,
1: I probably got half an hour on that if if you wanted to talk about that.
0: At this point, we're going to have half a year to still figure it out.
1: Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. I, I a...
0: and, and, and shout out to Don Logan, too, because I said it on air. And granted, I told him in in, in private conversations before, too, and he laughed and He gave me a nod and looked away and was like, we'll see. That's what you're supposed to do. And I told him when when everything was agreed upon, hey, you were right, right? But I say all of that to say, you guys are always going to get the honesty from us. Mm -hmm. And for the last two years, I have told this group, I have told management, it has been very hard to answer questions about this group because I don't see a direction. And as long as I don't see a direction – I don't know where we're headed. So what do you guys want me to say? I'm covering this team and chronicling, ch- chronicling what's happening and plain and simple. These five straight wins, I'm going to be honest. If you asked me a month ago, could it happen? I would say, hell yeah. If you asked me two weeks ago, could it happen? I would say, dog, not a chance in hell. <laughs> That's what we're dealing with. Right. Prior to these five straight wins before tonight's loss, they were 4-11 and in their last 15. That doesn't sound like a good team. Even when good teams go through bad stretches... They don't go through bad
1: stretches to the tune of 4-11. Four, four and 11. And how the games are, and, and, the, <laughs> and the final score in those games. Not to mention, I think that's just minor league baseball. Right. It does happen to and the aviators more often. That's why I can't really hold them because, you know, you do have a, there is a bigger system, you know, at play with the way games are being played and what, what product we're getting. Right. So, and it's not, the bigger system doesn't prioritize your team's success. At all. So prioritizes getting butts in these seats. It's still for that reason that I kind of feel like this team isn't set up for is isn't set up for failure in the fact that, you know, they're still continuing to be relevant. and They got a great ballpark. Right. And they're putting butts in seats for the most. It has it has. eh, You know, they're doing it better than the Oakland Athletics. That's what I'm saying. You know, and I don't think that that. And that's what the product that they're getting let them, you know, kind of have and folks are still familiar that's another, you know, golden night example. Folks are familiarizing themselves with minor league baseball for one because you might already be more familiar with major leagues than you would be in the, you know, triple A. So it's a it's a different thing, but nobody's really still opposed to them being here and like having a role in our sport culture. It does help when you give us something to Give us something to cheer for. Give us something to really really be optimistic about.
0: And I think this is where I think, and this is where my next conversation with management needs to be, and I don't think I'm influencing anything by no means, but with all due respect to Seth Brown, right, I think Seth Brown is probably the closest person on that list. Trying to think of who else is on that roster. Paul Blackburn has has had a stint here in Vegas, so I don't know if that's kind of hurt his chances at all. But Seth Brown, right? You look at Seth Brown. Obviously, you have uh, Shay Langoliers, but in terms of what you sell on this group, mm-hmm. if you look at if you look around the league, right? And and granted, we're, uh, I'm going to switch sports for a quick second since we're talking to hoop. But you just talked about Lori marketing, right? That's a Utah Jazz forward. If you had to sell every team in the NBA. You would get to a team, respectfully, Orlando, where you're like, what's my selling point? Oakland Athletics, you are here. Like the mall where they show you, like the circle area, you are here. That's where you're at. Find somebody worth marketing that you can sell a to the city of Oakland, but more so to the city of Las Vegas. When we come here, this is who we're gonna build around. This, I thought it was Christian Patch. I'm gonna be honest. Now I understand he's gonna be a he was gonna be a rebuild, not a rebuild. He was gonna be a um, project player t- to a certain degree. He's in Philly. Mm-hmm. That experiment lasted half a year. Like that's what we saw last year. Seth Brown might be the first of all and I know this is going to sound crazy, people call him Brownie. Yeah. It's just a dope nickname to have. Like, you have something there. You can market something there. Oh, not to mention he's actually a home run hitter. Not to mention he can play first base, but he also can play the corners in the outfield, and he makes he's, he's making diving catches out there. Outside of that, and I said it before, with all due respect to Brownie, if he's your selling point, what does the rest of the team look like? He can be one of your selling points. He can't be the selling point. And I hate to say it, but he's not really surrounded
1: by very many other ones. Yeah, no. And it's funny because if you asked if this was the A's, let's say, five years ago.
0: Yeah. Let's talk. Let's uh, talk. Mark you know, Canna. Matt Olson. Where do you want to? We can keep going. Braden. Is it Braden? Dallas Braden? Yeah. Dallas Braden was on a pitcher staff. I think that might have been like 10 years ago. You're showing your
1: age. And that's what I was trying to think I was like man <laughs> was maybe maybe the five to ten range no you know right. you're right but you're you don't right have to go too far back
0: you go back to when Kansas City won the won the World Series in 2015 I believe it was that uh wild card game was Oakland in they've Kansas messed around City. and almost got there they've been in the postseason we talk about On a couple and, of
1: random seasons and, yeah. and this
0: is why it's so different covering this team and obviously working hand in hand with this team I grew up an angel fan
1: yeah we
0: and I say this being an Angel fan, yeah. growing up, right? We have had the best team on paper for the
1: last ten years. <laughs> we have been to the postseason once
0: and didn't win a game when no, they dude, win.
1: It's funny because I I actually was I was raised one as well, and just lost loyalty to either team in baseball. They lost loyalty reason. to me. No, let's <laughs> let's change that. Let's change. They failed you. They did. They they have. failed you. Yeah, it is a part of your mental health
0: to right. get the hell away from them.
1: I don't have a Dodger hat, but like I I'm, have one. Right, like I'm happy. I've had a Dodger hat. I have had Duh. one. I want to say, but it's like I'll I, go buy a Yankee fitted right now. I I ha- I like the Phillies for a couple of years because, it, you know, I just wasn't stuck with any. I, so yeah. Anyway, A's. I don't know, <laughs> man, because. You see this, what the
0: Angels do to us? <laughs> like, dog, I'm a Met fan. Like, I told Matt, I'm a Mets fan. Right. I have memories I'm, at I'm Angel leaving, Stadium. I'm leaving, bro. I'm leaving, dog. Like, I'm Like, so it. It, it's
1: annoying. I refuse for you guys to beat on me anymore. The A's, and not even the skirt past the Aviators, but I think the Aviators are fine. I think they're in a great spot. Because, for one, Las Vegas is, you know, going to maintain relevance mm-hmm. and their structure in, you know, the feeding system, but then now in the my, uh, major league, they'll maintain you know the team's got to figure out what's on the field. Yes. They got to figure out what's on the field. That's 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 true. And they they're, they're going to try. Good couple weeks. They put together 20 some runs the past couple games.
0: We going You know what? So we're actually headed in that. You want to talk about it now? Let's do it. Uh the Aviators as of right now, they're 28 and 32 on a year. They are tied for third in the PCL West, but currently they hold that advantage. They do have the third spot over the Salt Lake Bees. Here's the interesting part. Second place, Tacoma's only 29 and 31. So they're only a game better. Yeah. They're
1: only a game better. The record's better a little better second. than I thought it might have been.
0: Right. So it, it, it's literally roller coaster. Like yeah. it's literally middle of the road. I wouldn't guess that. All of those things safely assess this situation. It's kind of safely assessed the situation for the last two years. But uh first place is the Reno Aces of the Arizona Diamondbacks organization. They are 34 and 26, so it's still not out of the realm of possibility. Nobody's chasing Oklahoma City. Or nobody's catching. Excuse me. Oklahoma I was gonna say, City. yeah. What, Everybody's catching. What, what, what are they, chasing, they talking about? Because they,
1: they don't they bring the blues.
0: They've played sixty games. They've won forty two. They're forty two and eighteen. Yes, yeah, that's, that's that's impressive. PCL PCL, not even the West. They all of the
1: PCL. Just hang it up. They figured out what they're putting on the field.
0: <laughs> but here's the deal, and I hate to be that guy. We looked at the Miami Marlins three years ago, right? And mm-hmm. said this is a bad product on the field. The relocation? We looked at the New Orleans. No, 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 just okay. the product on the field. Right. We looked at, the, reload, I mean, at the, uh, the New Orleans Baby Cakes, their third, their triple uh, A team, which I think is a completely different team now. Um, we looked at them and we went, huh, they're dominating at the minor league level. Miami goes to the playoffs last year or in the COVID year. Hmm. Oh, that, that, that New Orleans run a couple years ago makes a little more sense now. We're talking about Oklahoma City. Yeah. Them damn Dodgers make a lot of sense now, don't they? Oakland. You can't be bad at both levels because it starts to trickle down to the double-A level. It starts to trickle down to the single-A level. You need to see something. Somebody got to show me something. And there should
1: be some draft picks coming, Coming, you know,
0: to, to that need to be utilized properly. Talk about it. Now, you got a big one in Tyler Soderstrom. You got a big one in Zach Geloff, who are at the triple-A level right now. And they're working through the Kings. There's they're young baseball players. They're working through the Kings. But if these are the guys that I just talked about in terms of marketing and selling points, you gotta roll with the punches. So at some point, you gotta call them up and let them let them get the let them get their, them get their bruises. Swim. Yeah. They gotta go up there and get the and take their lumps.
1: They have no choice. I'm um by the way, this team needs to fully sell and just go young. Right. By the way. And I I like looking at this as a package deal as well now. And I've never, I haven't had somebody break that down to me like that before. I appreciate what you just did right there. With the, uh, okay, the product on the field? Yeah, and, and the correlation that you might see between, you know. For sure.
0: Because at the end of the day, it's a farm system for a reason. Right. I'm raising these kids, for lack of a better term, to take over when we get to this level. Right. We wonder why Gavin Lux balled for the
1: Dodgers. Yeah, the game's different. You don't walk out of college.
0: He was in Oklahoma City doing the same thing. Yeah. So when Clayton Kershaw had a rehab start, this is what we had to go off a of BP with. Like, this is what happened.
1: Yeah. So. I, uh, looking, so looking at it as a package deal, package item, kind of. I don't get, why are, so what's funny and just, I don't know. This whole situation is just odd to me. It's a little bizarre because Las Vegas is like kind of saying no to the A's.
0: That's exactly what they're saying.
1: And. I, I don't I don't know if I'm the only one that's saying why are we saying no again okay so you ready I know I know there oh, yes go ahead go ahead because I just think that if we're questioning whether or not it's gonna work I'm willing to bet it's gonna work and be unique I don't think it's not going to work here in Vegas well first of all define work by work I mean becoming more relevant so I think as a team, you're gonna move more. You're gonna start moving more product. You're gonna start seeing numbers and dollars coming in. I think the product will become more appealing. You're losing to- a
0: loyal fan base, though, in Oakland. That's what I will say. You're losing one. Where f- you're losing a, f- a loyal fan base in Oakland. However,
1: with Vegas,
0: yes, you are picking. up. I don't know up- why
1: Vegas is still, is still saying right. Right, you're that you're picking we don't up want it,
0: Vegas. But respectfully, this is where it goes to the product on the field,
1: which is why I was asking how you wanted me to change, tackle it. You know, right. But how long does it take? You know what I mean? Because well, we the just stadium it. wouldn't be here until twenty eight. So, so what happens in between then? It might be nasty. It is what it is. It's got greener. It's greener pastures. That's a lot how, of the, a lot of, before we get a lot to of green. the parties involved right now are going to move. So, that's the point. So, Unless if management we, changes, if we make something happen, they will need a bigger place in the ballpark eventually. Anyway, so if so if management
0: changes, if the manager Mark Kotze, changes, if half of the team changes. Here's my issue. There's, no, there's nothing we, wrong with being bad. It is in Vegas, and I hate to be that guy.
1: For a year. Because you, get, you, get, you get two years of, hey, if our team's just bad, there might be a plan still. Vegas We're just bad has right proven now, but, that they're not patient.
0: You can't afford to be bad in Vegas. You can't. Now, do I think you can afford to be bad in Vegas 20 years from now when Vegas then went through the ups and downs of having pro teams? Yes. Right now, the Vegas, the average Vegas sports fan is irrational. And not only are they irrational, yeah. they are rational as hell. It's hard as hell to have conversations with Vegas sports fans sometimes. Very difficult. If you, the yeah. A's come out here... You never know where they're they coming stink, from. <laughs> ...and they stink, the Aviators will get more of a turnout. Well... And that may be hyperbole. But you guys get my point with this. There, there will be a certain level of support for the Aviators that the Athletics won't get if the Aviators are the same
1: or equal... Right. Or excuse me, if they are uh better or equal the product of the athletics. But there kind of goes the unique relationship they would have is because why would our AAA product be better than our major league product? And it could be competition. But if we if, if we got some talent down there, but that, I mean, I think that would be understood. And that's those are steps that feel proper because it's almost like relegation in soccer. It's like, you know what? Y'all have been. This situation's gotten so out of hand. The fact that we can count how many people are here yep. on a broadcast that y'all need to go play in a minor league stadium for a couple of years until y'all all figure it out. If we had somebody to come take your place, we would. But this looks terrible. That's pretty. This funny. looks bad for all parties involved. Get out of here, <laughs> almost. It's like there's no going back to me in that situation.
0: Yeah. No, but here's here's the problem with 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 that because I do think to what helps your argument as Vegas is. Uh, Yes, it's a basketball town, but the products that Vegas has produced—it's a lot of baseball products, right? It's the Chris Bryans, it's the Bryce Harpers. So this town does understand what goes on in Summertime. that diamond. So I will tell you that, right? So th- that that does that does help your argument a-, a lot, actually. My only thing is with this group and the way that they are. Pardon, I just watched. Yes, it was the first year for the ignite, but I just watched an ignite group, which I do believe. Attendance will be up next year regardless, but I watched an Ignite group have, let's say, 50% of the, of, of the Dollar Loan Center filled up first six games. Then they start losing. Got skinny. Got skinny in there. There got to a point to where I was like, it's 42 people in here and I can count them. Matter of fact, I know 12 of them. Like, it, it got to that point. I watched the same thing happen we with counting, the Vegas were, Nighthawks. Were you counting the, rock, the teams too? Or? No, I wasn't. <laughs> okay. I was counting their friends and family, though. Um, but it, it it happens. I think, and I said this before. I think what's gonna happen is they're gonna hear three ignite players' name called in the first
1: round, and they're gonna say, "Holy shit, they were in Henderson." Dude, we gotta. It, when do when do we realize that? This, the draft, the draft. Th- this is the one realize. where it has to hit ten for for that to kind of.
0: No, I don't think it's a number. I think when they hear Scoot number two or three, and they, they they'll, hear... they'll take ownership of them. Yeah, they'll. We had Scoot for six months and didn't. Yeah, y'all did. Yeah, y'all did or Y'all blew it. Now he's in Detroit or in Orlando or in Portland
1: getting busy. Good luck. I'm just capitalizing on it in that regard. But the, the talent isn't going to stop coming. No, 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 no. Which is why
0: I think the fan base will right. grow. So if we're talking about all these different things here in Vegas to do, and we're only talking sports. And it's so we're not ironic. talking residencies. We're not yeah. talking – you dig what I'm saying? We're not talking concerts that are out here. We're not talking Formula One, which is still sports. We're not talking – if the athletics come out here and stink – they will not have support. So this is why Vegas is skeptical to do it. In my humble opinion, why would I give you 150 million dollars of taxpayer money? I'm not sure that my taxpayers want to see this.
1: Yeah, it's so I work in news, folks, which I, I haven't get, got to say. So I've, I've been in session. I've, I've I listened to the whole session yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's with Jeremy Aguero. He's he's he's, he's a tough cookie. Um, he was the brains kind of behind the Allegiant Stadium project, right? Which also went to a special session. And actually put more of a dent on Clark County and the community. Is what it is. More support though. <laughs> it is currently the most successful stadium in the country in the world. Period. Now, I think that ah, where am I going exactly? But I think that— Well, you were talking well, you were talking originally
0: about just the idea about this team moving and obviously not having the fan support if they're not good. And no, the, the when the you talk about moving tickets, right. essentially. Right.
1: You look at wrestling shows, concerts, because I just went to one. Yep. And SummerSlam was at Legion Stadium. They planned money in the bank the next year at Legion Stadium. Couldn't fill Legion Stadium. MGM. Moved it to Grant Garden. And you do realize that when you're coming here, yeah, it's competitive to fill a seat. It's mad competitive.
0: Trust me. As people have who have thrown events in this city, Vegas reacts slowly. I remember when we threw that Juneteenth event. I told y'all ticket sales. <laughs> ticket sales look scarce. Two days before the event, ticket sales skyrocketed, and I was like, <laughs> "Now you got oh. to get, oh, yeah, yeah, get it." Then the day before, they went up more, and I was like, "Oh, you guys are really late." Like I came from LA, and it's we're a, y'all late? got y'all
1: got y'all got options, but y'all late, late. It's because you got options. You don't even commit to too much too soon at all. It's you know, day you before. wake up the morning of, like, yes. <laughs> what are we doing today? What's going on? Like, today? I, I don't really get ahead of myself. Or I bought this concert ticket in April and. I'm waiting on. I'm waiting till Christmas. <laughs> now I got this
0: pool party that I gotta be at because X, Y, and Z is happening. Right. Duh. So
1: I think that um, you know, if they had the pressure of feeling that, for one, the stadium would be the smallest in the, in, the, in Major League because it rounds out. They're not putting unrealistic expectations on this stadium. I think it's they shouldn't half the amount of seats that are in Oakland, so it would become a hot commodity. You know what? I'm sorry. Now that you just told me
0: that interesting piece. That tells me that this franchise expects to stink for a couple more years.
1: Well, it's it's being So, dude, go play in Summerlin. <laughs> go play in Summerlin for like three years. Show me
0: you can show me you can produce figure, ten thousand consistently and we can talk.
1: Figure it out. Work on yourselves. And We're not gonna what, hold you to unreal you expectations. Want,
0: if, if it doesn't happen at the Rio, if it doesn't happen at Tropicana, if it doesn't happen at those places. They want they want Vegas taxpayers to A, give them $150 million and B, give up our festival grounds. Hell no. Nah. Why would we do that? Like, bro, I see why Vegas is like, nah, we don't want it. Right. Bring the Tampa Bay Rays here. Maybe we can have a conversation.
1: Dog, we're not doing it for the Oakland. And I think that's just the way taxpayers feel. Even with the uh, even with the aviators. So what's cool is the aviators feel like they don't need the A's here. They don't. I'll put it this way. And that they would be kind of stepping on their... Te- on, and I will
0: <laughs> never give these guys names up until they re- either retire or until they tell me it's okay to say this. I have talked to gentlemen...
1: I don't know how that... Yeah, go ahead.
0: ...who have gotten called up to Oakland and were sick as hell that they had to play an O.co Coliseum. I've had several guys tell me, I'm supposed to leave this? Like, do, like have you been to the Coliseum? And I told them no, and they've been like... If you've been, you would understand why I don't want to. Like they, they're yeah. they're humble guys, dog. I will, I I want to be in the big leagues. Who doesn't wanna, want to want one major league pitching? Leaving this to go to Oakland is a downgrade. And I've had several guys tell me that. You just got your call to the big leagues, and they like. Yeah. yeah
1: I hope. I yeah, wish, wish we was on the road. Wish this me week. well. Wish me well. <laughs>
0: you got called to the big leagues. Who we got? We in Kansas City? Yes. <laughs> like, you have guys that just don't want to play in that ballpark. We have no problem with Oakland. We have no problem with Mark Katse. We have no problem with any of our teammates. I don't want to play in that
1: building. And I don't, and they're clearly not interested in putting money towards fixing it. A different one, a different solution. An, a, they weren't, toward, what you just said, they, they're not
0: putting money towards a new one. Ten years ago, you didn't put money toward this one. Five years ago, you didn't put money toward this one. Now yeah. that we want a new one, oh, we'll try to fix it. I don't want this no more.
1: You know what Fisher is willing to put 1.1 billion towards? Hmm. Stadium at the Tropicana. <laughs> that
0: damn like damn thing like a snow globe. It's kind of fire. It's kind of fire. I don't want people to be mad, but it's kind of fire. Dude,
1: I'm listening to the sessions, and I'm like, I get all of you guys. You guys are all raising pro- you know, r- proper concerns. You're representing your constituents. I think these are answers that are bridges that will that will get to that will answer when we get there, and we've done it before, and it's gonna take it's gonna take some time to play out. Legion Stadium was not built overnight. Once not they got all. to building that dang stadium, once they got to building the Fertitta <laughs> Football Complex, when Vegas puts up the money, it's going up. Once they get to it though, it's going up. Trust me when I tell you, dude, it's gonna be there by the time you're ready for it, and. And I least, just think that it's, you know, it, it's, I think it sells itself at the concept of it. It does. It does. It is. This one is a little weird, though. It is a little weird. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised. I ultimately, I think it's getting approved. I think it's getting approved. and It's getting signed. I think why, Lombardo though? wants it. Why? And, and we and we got to hurry up and move on. Why? Why is this getting approved? Because I, I do think it's getting approved ultimately, too, but why? I think Lombardo wants it. And if that's the case, we have a Democratic supermajority and he's a Republican and that sides are going to come together figure it out. The votes will be there. Okay. And then it'll pass. And because the money wise, a lot of it's secured in bonds and make of that what you will. You just
0: gave me a logical answer. And I'm gonna be completely honest. Obviously, when I ask you questions and I ask the guys questions and the women questions on this show, I don't ask. For an illogical answer, but you just gave <laughs> yeah. me every reason for why the athletics, why you feel like the athletics will come here. And you talked about obviously Lombardo, you talked about the. It's a lot uh, of play. The, the, yeah. The, the Democratic and the Republican uh, party. I'm going to tell you one reason and one reason only why this is going to work. The athletics are
1: not going to stay in Oakland. It so. can't. And that's that's the other half. That's of why it. it's going to end that's up. That's equally, you know, responsible for any factor that it all is. I think that that is cooked. And the, every I think, day it But Selig doesn't want this anymore. And over there, it's like, yeah, what's the next? What's the option? All right, y'all figure it out. That, we, and that's kind of where we're we at. To ha- I don't think they want them there in 2024. I talked to,
0: which is exact. I'm so happy you said that. Because Sam Boyd, we talked about that on Monday. Certain things must be talked about because let's say that they do figure out something and they decide, like you said, 2028, we'll get a stadium here in Vegas. I could see Oakland looking like, well, our doors are closed. <laughs> go figure it out. Remember, the Raiders was ready to go and play in Northern California, that was not Oakland. They were going to play <laughs> in the middle of it might have been a road, I mean like like a like a off the road in San in Sacramento type. Like this was not where an NFL team should be playing, but they were in limbo. Right. Ironically enough, there's Oakland ties there. You may have another Oakland franchise that's stuck in limbo, not knowing where they're going and had to just jump to the nearest rock. And if that's the case, you better figure out something with Sam Boyd and these taxpayers. You better figure out something with another one of these ballparks out here because, like I said, this is a baseball city. So the good thing and about are in Oakland a tough
1: spot, right? Is you have plenty of diamonds to choose from out here, and that's what it was for the Raiders too. Especially if you're not bringing in a fans, they said like you couldn't tell nobody you no know because
0: it was the Raiders. Absolutely, and that's not like that either. Football is king. It's football also. It was the you NFL. Said the it was the NFL. You could have said the Carolina Panthers, and Vegas would have been right. like, you yeah, dig, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Bring them here. Carolina what? What color are they? Yeah, they, they got green in them? No, not them? Like, Vegas was lit- – Vegas literally – you had people that didn't even know about football that was like, dog, I got to get a Raider jersey. Like, and that's kind of what Vegas yeah. is. It, and it was, There was buy-in. And respectfully, Oakland, the Athletics, are trying to capitalize off of that, and it just looks like Vegas isn't budging. As of right now, at least – they are on a two-game win streak, right? 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 They put a couple of right? runs together. <laughs> uh, they had a seven-run first inning yesterday, and that was, I don't think it was today. And that was the most runs they've scored in a single inning since 2019. And I almost threw my phone at my TV. And <laughs> hey,
1: you see the graphic that just pop up and because I got damn near one to
0: call Don Logan and be like, so when I'm asking you these questions and you looking at me like I'm nuts. This is what I mean, dog. Like, and and at the end of the day, Don Logan, shout out to to Mr. Logan. He is super honest with me, Mm -hmm. like super honest. And even the people in management that he's put me in front of, those guys are super honest. And I remember I was speaking with somebody about the stadium that Oakland was voting on.
1: And I was like. Riverfront. What's whole, going on? Not, no, no, yeah, but yeah. The, the waterfront, water yeah, yeah. I
0: mean, the water. I mean, the, the waterfront stadium with the fountain in the front.
1: Beautiful.
0: Yeah, looked beautiful. I went to them and was like, "Yeah, this is why I thought y'all was gonna stay." I was like, "Y'all finally see like the renderings? This looks nice, right?" Members of that team, of that management team, said, "Yeah, it looks great." We'll never see it. I don't know what they're voting on, and I was like, "What do you mean?" Yeah, we haven't approved those renderings. So they're voting on something for us. We ain't even seen it. right? So they can vote how they want. We're not going there.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just a dream. Like you just said, you building it for who? And you're not counting nobody's nobody's dollars. That stadium looked beautiful. It was a beautiful stadium. Who go force? Who go force somebody to pay for it? The the athletics front office was like, at the
0: end of the day, we didn't approve that. We haven't seen that. We don't know that that's what you got. And it was one of those things to where they told me we felt like it was almost like, for lack of a better trying term. Trying to save face almost. That's, that's what, for, not even for lack of a better term, that's kind of what they said. But for me, for lack of a better term, they said it's almost like, they gave me like a scenario. It's almost like a parent. It's like when your kid wants something, your kid wants something, your kid wants something. So you give them a variation of it. No. You guys have waited so long. This is what we need, or else we're going to go find somebody that will give it to us. So you guys are voting on a stadium that, let's say, thirty-five thousand. Yeah. What if we said forty and up? So now that stadium could be everything that we wanted, but that one caveat, dog. You didn't come talk to me. There's not a conversation to be had anymore. Vote on it. Do what you guys got to do. Raise the money. I don't care. I'm not (laughs) going. Yeah, you don't. It doesn't matter. Y'all don't own us. Yeah, we're here, though. We're just here. You can't make me go. (laughs) So um, before these back-to-back wins, kind of similar to the Aviators, this group had lost five straight prior to these two straight victories. They are 14-50 and on the year. They're still last in the AOS. You guys know how I feel about run differential. They are negative 200 in the run differential category. Do you know the next closest team is the Kansas City Royals? and they are negative 88. <laughs> so Vegas is 112 runs worse than the next worst team. 112. Keep in mind, Kansas City is 18-44. and 44. So there's a two-game difference. The Aviators have played two additional games. That means that is an average of 66 runs in those two games that they have played. <laughs> you think Kansas City going to give up 66 in <laughs> their next two? Well, 112 combine <laughs> in their next two? No. Under. <laughs> this team, as I said before, is bad and it is heading toward historically bad.
1: You know what else is funny too? Like I said, not I w- this
0: record. <laughs> this is not supposed to be fun. Like, you know what's funny? Like obviously as reporters, like we don't have a dog in a fight, but dog, nobody wants to be around a bunch of losses. Nobody. So I always found it interesting, and I'm going to take a shot right. at my, my alma mater, but it is what right. it is. You've probably experienced it too. UNLV makes it seem like we're rooting against them. No. You don't think I want to go cover a March Madness game, They'll dog?
1: Yeah, yeah. Like,
0: yeah. bro, you Let's think I want you to, like, bro, Let's come on. Right now, like, And, and mm. I think that's what it is. Nobody wants to cover this athletic team and say all these negative things Dog, we don't – it doesn't appear that we, the people that are covering it, we don't know which direction you're headed because it doesn't look like you know.
1: What's, what I was going to say, what was funny, and I'm, we're good I, probably, but um, like I said, I work in news. How about say what I do? I probably had breaking news, and we've told the the Las Vegas public that the A's are coming to Las Vegas at least three times. For
0: sure. <laughs> For sure. And made based, a big deal
1: about it. Based off of actual events. Absolutely. and Broke the news because that was the news, and here we are, we're like – Don kind of broke All it on a radio show before. And like, it was like. like uh, when you were saying Las Vegas, I think you said Las Vegas in, like, the last minute or 90 seconds of what you were saying about the A's. Oh, shoot. For <laughs> the A's. <laughs> and it's because it's like, what we don't even know what the, how to make sense of it. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: because. Well, I, I, I did let you guys know this. A year and a half ago, every time I'm doing my notes, and you've seen me you with gone. this rundown, every time I put aviators for the last year and a half, Say Vegas. I've put I've put athletics right behind it. Just because, yes, this is the minor league team of the Oakland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not the reason why I'm doing it. It's because Oakland will be here soon. <laughs> like, is it the Athletics will be in Vegas at some point? I've been told by too many people from that front office that they're gonna make it happen.
1: Like, I can tell you, I've said the A's and written that countless times. I haven't said Oakland once. At some point, you got to get rid of it. You don't even have to say Vegas. At some point, you got to get rid <laughs> the of it. I don't it's, care if you call them the it, high
0: rollers at this point. Like, it does not matter at this point.
1: Programs that are showing signs of life are coming from that campus, though, at UNLV. Yeah. And and when might be, it actually, might something and when it actually something in the water.
0: And one that actually we could talk about right now, uh, because this was what I wanted to end the show with, but I'll go ahead and hop into it. We'll end the show with a little bit of football. Uh, Carmelita Jetter. Carmelita Jetter. Was just hired as the track and field coach here in Vegas for UNLV. We've talked about it before. I'm not now. Sure. Classify that for me, right? Is Talk that, to me. Is
1: that um? Is that gender based? Might not even know UNLV because was, was it publicized? I'm, I'm, and, yeah,
0: left UNLV f- so long ago. I feel like now we <laughs> we were we're both three years removed. I feel like I feel like I don't even know what campus looks like anymore. But uh, to go back to your point, I went to that Chipotle. I believe. I was like, ooh. I I'm not going to hold it a minute. The, that's the only Chipotle I go to. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Hey, it went, is, hey, bro. And it went crazy because it, it's undefeated, bro. It's undefeated. Honestly, the reason why I've learned too, a lot of food by college campuses because they don't know when them college rushes will be coming and obviously if they've been there long enough, yeah. they know what 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 the regular uh what the regularity is, oftentimes what I've learned is those places have more fresh food frequently coming out because you just don't know. Like, you know what I mean? So you talk about that Chipotle hidden, and this is not an ad, but y'all should give us ad money. I was behind money. the football
1: team in line. I was like, ah. Oh.
0: Like, you know, it's, you know what it is. And yeah. on top of that, too, respectfully to a lot of these places that are around it, the in the McDonald's, these are all not ads, the Jack in the Boxes. You look at Chipotle, and if you're an athlete, and you're like, dog, I'm not going to Jack in the Box. I'm not going to In-N-Out. I'm not going to Del Taco. I'm going to go get me a burrito bowl. I'm not going to Popeye's. I'm not going to Popeye's. like you're next to a college campus, and a lot of these places, you know what I mean? They, they know what they're doing. They If you look at a lot of college campuses, by the way, the same food places are around there. Oh, yeah. Never failed.
1: Chick fil A's got a place. I was about
0: to say, you got Baylor as-, as a reference point. You got UNLV as a reference point. I'm sure you're, f- well, back- based on where we're from, you got USC as a reference point. A like, uh, Panda you know,
1: Express is nearby.
0: There's a Taco Bell so- somewhere <laughs> nearby. There's a sandwich <laughs> shop of some sorts, a- walking distance away. Um, but no, but UNLV, and to go back to your question, I believe when I was in school, I believe it was a female um, group. And it still gotcha. is. It yeah. still is. Cool. No. So, yeah. So doesn't still matter
1: still, at all. I was just trying to clarify. Right.
0: No. Yeah. I'm right, happy right, that you asked right. because it made me dig into my bag a little bit and find it out. But yes. But it um is a women's sport at UNL at UNLV and you're adding Carmelita Jeter. You're well, he adding somebody.
1: Have men's track and field? Am I wrong? You said who? UNLV doesn't.
0: No. They don't. Right. No.
1: Okay. All right. All right. All right. That's right. That's and right. I want to triple reminded, check yeah, because it I roster me. right here, too. Me. But
0: no, it's listed under uh, women's sports, and it's not one under men. So it gives right. you an idea of what this group looks like. All right. And all money in. <laughs> you're adding Carmelita Jeter to this to this group. And and let's be honest, I, you guys have heard me tell stories about Yvonne Wade. And even when I did my coach's spotlight with her, Yvonne Wade ran in the Olympics in Atlanta in 96 when Muhammad Ali lit the tour. And we had a moment, because I told her I met Will Smith before, and I told Will he'll never know how much this means to me. And respectfully to Will, he does mean a lot to me. But I know in his mind, he was like, man, what did I do for that kid? Like, you played Muhammad Ali. That's what you did for me. And I never met Muhammad Ali. So guess what? When I met you, I met Muhammad Ali. That's the way I felt. So... I had to pick her brain. This was like maybe a part of the, the – uh, uh, away from the uh, coach's spotlight, I was like, I just need to pick your brain. And I was just asking her. And I was just like, well, when you went to Colorado, when you when you picked this, when you chose to do this, when you ended up getting that call to go to the uh, Olympics, when you ended up getting the call to come coach here, I told you guys, I realized how vital Yvonne Way was to this campus. And, yes, nine times out of ten, only the players that – She coaches and the people that interact with her understand that sports as a whole, like this campus is gaining more validity, whether they know it or not, by having Yvonne Wade here. When Yvonne Wade retired, I was like, first of all, (laughs) shocker. What the hell? Like Mm. hit me over the head with it. I was like, where the hell does this program go? I want to shout out to Eric Harper because this, they went to Carmelita Jeter. You have somebody who has a gold, a silver, and a bronze, all from the 2012 London Olympics. Countless world championships, countless indoor championships, relay championships. Literally,
1: yeah. Dog,
0: I said it before. When Kathy Olivier left this women's basketball program, I said, dog, good luck finding somebody who cares as much. Right, and then you jumped into Lindy LaRocca so and I did. said, you know what? Damn it, you're lucky. It won't happen twice. Damn it, it happened twice. Now, Carmelita Jetter is going to have to put the, gonna, gonna, gonna have to yeah. put the product out <clears throat> there, right? Lindy has done it,
1: but it looks like this this program is in good hands. And not to and we're gonna keep keep the conversation going, but to add one, I don't know exactly how you feel about Kev. I like Kev. Kevin Kruger. I like Kevin. I like
0: Kevin a lot. I, now, respectfully, and I love Kevin, respectfully, um, he will not be top three or top five on that honesty list for coaches here in Vegas. Kevin is one of those guys. He knows he knows how to work the media. He knows how to work the room. He's not very good at hiding when he's frustrated, but he's not necessarily going to give you the, the, the raw, honest answer that, that we're looking for oftentimes. Just yeah. a random little sidebar, but I did want to call yeah. back to that honesty point. That might be my favorite part of the show.
1: Yeah. No man, I they, I and think there's something in as well and
0: for being on an assistant coach on, on the under nineteen uh under nineteen team USA squad as well.
1: You know, then football is also working with the top fifty recruiting class.
0: Barry Odom is coming in and he's I mean, he, he what I like about Barry Odom. I think is there not
1: something in the water?
0: I don't know. I gotta see the product. But what I like about Barry Odom, he can't, he's come in,
1: he hasn't talked. He ain't said, none. "He's gotten the boy straight been... to work, dog. Yeah, I yeah. like
0: it. His he did that. Pete at the introductory press conference and He then said hello. All right. First of all, let, let's let's, 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 give, let's give him a little bit more credit. He said hello. I understand it. I'm with the opportunity I have. He said one more thing after that. I'm going to go visit these high schools. Right.
1: I watch got work up. to do.
0: And that's pretty much the way that the. And I know you guys may be laughing like, oh, that press conference didn't move like that. Go back and watch it." It wasn't far off than what we just did. We pretty much (laughs) just gave you the
1: transcript. Right.
0: And then for two weeks, we didn't see Barry Odom. But we saw random high schools from around the city say, shout out to UNLV football
1: for coming in, speaking to our kids. That's all you've seen since is, uh, uh, you know, not to throw extras on it, but just like you don't hear from him, but you hear about the team.
0: It means something.
1: Now, going back to your question, it's something in the water.
0: For Vegas, yes. When I said I have to see the product. That does count for all of Vegas, but you know I mean you and here Right. Outside of and this is since we've been there. Outside of Dwayne Knight and Amy uh Bush golf groups. Were, outside of the tennis group, the women's tennis group. I think a hockey program's been all right. I'm so sorry. I, shout out to the hockey program because they have been one of our better programs. It's just not D one. So right, that's why right, leave, right, bro. right. I apologize. Uh, guys, I thought about guys, that too. As but I said, no, it. no. But shout out to you because they do need their credit. Shout out to you guys. You guys are absolutely probably one of our brighter spots on campus.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. But outside of those golf, those two golf programs, the women's tennis program, and Lindy Larock's basketball group. Keep in mind, Don Sullivan isn't here anymore, mm-hmm. so we don't know what we're necessarily getting with this volleyball program. Those three programs are your winning programs as of late. Yeah. So UNLV has to show me obviously in the in the sports that a lot of this city cares about the men's basketball respectfully to the Lady Rebels and of course football they they they've they've underperformed
1: regardless of what we thought. Let me get this taken before uh, the season because it's probably it's the closest season of them all. But I'm I'm thinking about because who there there was a there was a separate. There was a false announcement about a hire for the UNLV football program before Odom, was it not? As or there was just what? speculation. Okay, I don't remember. Either as, way. Was it Bobby
0: Petrino? Yes. It wasn't a false hire. And it was after Barry Odom. Barry Odom came in. A lot of people was like, well, this is a defensive guy. He's in the trenches. He's probably going to get our line of scrimmage straight, which is where you win football games, by the way, guys. Um, but they was like, he'll probably get the line of scrimmage straight. But what does our offense look like? What does our offense look like? He brought in Bobby Petrino, who, of course, Coach Lamar Jackson when he
1: won his high school. Right, in Louisville. that's what it was. That's what it was. The problem I remember was that. then he dipped
0: a bigger bad call. Yep. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Jimbo By Fisher called
0: Texas A and M. Doug, I'm not gonna coach in the Mountain West when the <laughs> yeah. SEC just called me. Are you crazy? So, and on top of that, we might be bad on the like, universe, <laughs> why would Right, I do that.
1: You know how uh, all over the place. And uh, Nick Nurse left Toronto, and his assistant Adrian Griffin also left Toronto and went to Milwaukee. Yes, sir. I like that move a lot. Two parallels to watch next season in that sport. Now, you know, I like in, you in offensive and defense in in the NFL, offensive and defensive coordinators are always usually next in line. Yep. If you're an assistant coach somewhere in college football level, you know, and you're looking for you're looking for a break, you might think that, you know what? I I'm SEC tough. Mm-hmm. If I can if I can proper if I'm that guy and I can translate it, you telling me I can't go get one of these Mountain West titles in two years? If Does Bobby Age trickle into that at all, Bobby's an older guy.
0: But for Barry, you mean for Barry? Odom. Oh no, I was talking about Bobby. I was talking about the wrong person. My bad.
1: Oh no, so <laughs> I, I'm, my bad. I'm I'm saying all of that left. thinking yeah, right. No, hundred percent. Okay, right. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm thinking that thinking that Barry might Barry might be be cut from something some real some real football. Yeah, and. Be At the like, very
0: least, better football than what this conference is known for.
1: And just see, like, oh, hold on. We're going to whip Longest Yard. We're going to whip this into shape rather quickly.
0: Yeah. And I, I don't want this to be – this is not a shot to Barry Odom, but this is just something I, hope, I thought about I earlier hope, today.
1: Man, shoot, Jesus.
0: This this program needs something. But it's a class, so that means that, – that gives us
1: hope for, you know, a year or two to come.
0: But I will say this really quick, and just just because I was thinking about it earlier, and I just don't want it to be silent until we figure out exactly what the hell happened. Um,
1: we need to know what happened to Ryan Keeler. I can tell you. I actually know now. We we found out this week. It was beautiful. Um, tell me, please. It it was an abnormality in the heart. Essentially, it, it was a longer medical term, but um, arrhythmia. It it caused it it, it sparked an arrhythmia. And I, I want to say it started with a P. What it was what? It pulmonary? Was, um, of course pulmonary. But like, it, oh, but clearly, right? I, I can pull it up on eight news. Let's see. Um, I, by all accounts, it, it it seems to have been a irregularity in the heart, and you know, see, and this is why I don't want to
0: again. Like I said, we're we're getting out of here now. We're headed toward the two hour mark, but but it just came, it, it just came out it cannot happen like obviously the 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 abnormalities the irregularity of the heart whatever the case may be those things happen physicals happen on campus team physicians are on campus and I I I know that more I'm sure even with that answer obviously I'm sure more questions have been asked and uh just to kind of round out the show guys uh not trying to not trying to end on a somber note by no means um Carmelita Jetter, if you guys are wondering why that last name sounds the way that it sounds, uh, yes, ties to Poo Jetter. (laughs) Um, Former G League Ignite guard, and I say former because after 20 years, 20 years of hoops overall, and I believe, what is that, 18 as a pro? Seven different countries?
1: Yeah, I saw you put that number out, and that surprised me. Seven different countries,
0: which if I'm Poo, that's the one that I'm dragging – my yeah, on because dog i've played hoops around this world he's not even 40 years old yet like so poo jetter has retired as i tweeted him uh the land is proud i know how big he is on the land i know how much he uh encourages a lot of guys from the land and things of that nature and of course i'm talking about la um just a really really dope thing to see him leave basketball on his own terms and also go into an assistant GM role with the Portland Trail Blazers G League team. Say now, Which, ironically enough, just in terms of guidance and leadership, you look at a couple of point guards and you look at Poo Jetter, you look at Damian Lillard, you look at head coach Chauncey Billups, and these are all guys that are really, really fond of Scoot
1: Henderson. Scoot was taking some, he took some pictures up there. There were pictures taken of that I don't workout.
0: I man. It's just you know, draft time always gets me excited. I saw Pooh oh, I'm, I'm go lit. to, go to the go to the go to the Portland G League team, and I said, oh, okay, that's one. And then I saw Dame, and then I saw Scoot's Portland workout. I said, you know, wait, 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 wait a minute, Chauncey. Chauncey, you cracked
1: the case wait, with wait, time. Wait.
0: <laughs> And then I saw Chauncey. I said, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. defensive minded point yeah. guard had to develop his shot. Wait, 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 wait. I don't know, man. I told you guys Charlotte didn't make sense to me because LaMelo was there. I did say that. I did say Portland, they do have Anthony Simons. I personally think that Scoot has a higher ceiling, but it's hard to turn away. A guard who's giving you 24-plus on top of giving you 10 assists if you need it. And then he's giving you fl- flirting with triple-double territory when Dame's not playing. So does I don't know, man. It's something there. Does Brandon Miller not remind you of Paul George? I'm gonna be honest with you, and I'm big on number comparisons as well. It's the twenty-four. It didn't. It didn't register until you said it. When you said it, I looked and I said, "Damn it!" I said, "It's written all over."
1: I don't. It's a, it's a coin flip to me now. It's a
0: coin flip because I think that Scoot is. I'm still taking Scoot number two, and and with all due respect to Brandon Miller, I saw Scoot play, and I do believe that is the difference. I watch Scoot night in and night out. Scoot's I think you're sold.
1: I think yeah. I think that that factor of it all. It's like no. he really I, gives I, I, me I mean, Russell
0: Westbrook vibes, and the scary part is like, not saying that Russ didn't have his head on his shoulders because people have talked about that with Russ. That's the first thing that you talk about with Scoop is the head that he got on his shoulders.
1: On top of Bron saying that, and then this, what I you know I don't he, know he got he the rollout with the mentorship before, with Steph. Like yeah, that brothers he's on his way. Got the Puma deal. I don't know, man.
0: Um, but
1: Portland, Portland Puma. wants them. They, I think, they it do. looks like it. It looks like Portland wants them. And I also think, I think, I think, Charlotte should take Miller. I do because I think that. Uh, I just don't think you need Scoot. Yeah, mean and maybe you this don't is, need them. I think you. You maybe if you go best, you know, best available. I, I would say it's Scoot. Then you go Scoot. And I think that those two, you can figure out something incredibly nasty, but not right away. And I think Mello's on the verge of walking away. And Terry Rozier is on the verge of getting traded because he probably should have been traded two years ago. But
0: Terry is such a dog. I see why Charlotte was like, hey, we're going to trade him. Yeah, no, we're not going to trade yeah. him. Yeah, yeah so teams I get that.
1: should not draft as much with their current roster composition in mind. Absolutely. What, that's
0: Absolutely. what they, yeah. At the very least, the top five groups or so. Right. Or f- first five teams or so. They just shouldn't. Right. If nothing's off the table. Look, yeah. yeah. Unless, like you said before, unless you know for yes, a fact the top. that LaMelo is, is going to lock in with you and you know that you're not trading Terry until maybe the middle of the year or something, Maybe I don't need school. You know what I mean? But unless you are guaranteed, like you know where, like you said before, you have a direction, it, it's not going to make much sense.
1: Charlotte, two years ago, also won 43 games.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. To the point to where the Pacers were on the outside looking in with the play-in tournament. And what did I tell you guys that year that Russ was in Washington? Lose. Ain't no reason to go to the postseason, <laughs> play Philly in the first round, and guess what? Ain't no reason. Ain't no point. All you're going to do is hurt yeah. my feelings. Yeah. I don't I don't care about how the team feels right now. You ain't going to hurt my feelings. Um, but, uh, speaking of hurt feelings, man, we talked on Monday about just head coach Mike Davis for the Vegas Nighthawks, just, uh, being very, very candid about kicker Stevie RT after the last miss. And, and he highlighted a couple of other misses that he made throughout the year. Not something that you see a head coach do very often, but, um, this group will be back in action on Saturday. We're two days away from it. Saturday, June 10th, 4 PM. They are at Massachusetts. Keep in mind that's the East coast team, but this, uh, Nighthawk group they're four and six on the year they're two and six in the west so that means they're two and oh and East. so maybe that's good that at a time like this they're facing an eastern conference team a team that they know well considering what the way last year played out however getting this victory on the road will not be easy if they get it it will be their first row victory in three tries and four tries excuse me this year uh really a, a stark difference from last year. Last year's group kind of struggled from the Dollar Loan Center, about 500 on the road, kind of the exact opposite this year, about 500 at home, can't really get it together on the road. But we'll see what head coach Mike Davis and company has in has in store. Uh, as of right now, like I mentioned to you guys before, we are headed towards some uh, pretty special things here with this company, here with this group. I'm, I'm appreciative for every single person that I have. Uh, just on this team and surrounding me. Uh, These shows continue to get long. These shows continue to stay long. Um, On Monday, we shall see. Obviously, sports happen every single day. But as of right now, it's looking like uh, Raiders will be on the schedule. We, we, We just mentioned that we have NBA head coaches that we still have to get to. And then, of course, we need to discuss the fight, possibly of the year, July 29th, Errol Spence and Bud Crawford.
1: Who you got? Yeah, bud. I think bud does it too.
0: However, did you see Arrow's uh merch come out? Nah, what's the merch? I hope I find this. Hold on. <laughs> it's got to be some, quite. It's, it's got to be quite the merch. It's fire, dog. Uh, <laughs> oh man, oh man. I'm I'm literally typing guys, and I'm hoping. I've
1: never thought of the fighter musician. So analogy.
0: <laughs> he had this <laughs> is would great, give? bro. This is great. So. But, obviously, Terrence Crawford's nickname is Bud. Yeah. Um, <laughs> This this merch is hard. Errol Spence came out with a tour-like shirt. And he said he's going on the Smoking on Bud tour. I'm telling you, man, if you are not juice for this fight.
1: Yeah. Give it three weeks. That's like. Give uh... it three weeks. Yeah, that that's is, I'm looking at quite at, at a shark, folks. That,
0: Rolling that is, him up in the pack,
1: and it's a shark too. And his nickname is Bud. It's a purple shark. <laughs> they're not hearing you, dog. Coming they, down they, with with tour, with tour dates. I don't know if they're fictional or not.
0: No, that's his record. Those, that's everybody he's <laughs> beat. <laughs> let's get out of here. That's hard. <laughs> Until next time, guys. Keep on talking.